Welcome to Frontline Nursing, a podcast about frontline nurses in the COVID-19 era. Each month, we provide the tools nurses need to navigate the challenges they face during a pandemic. We will cover the state of the science, self-care, and other critical topics. My name is Dr. Reina Letorno, and I am your host. Today's guest is Daniela Diaz. Daniela is a nursing student enrolled in the baccalaureate program at the University of South Florida in Tampa, Florida. She's an identified leader and mentor, vice president of the College of Nursing Student Council. She's a research assistant and president of the Bulls Reaching Achievement in Nursing student tutoring program. Daniela has just one more semester of school and will graduate in May 2022. Daniela, thank you for being with us on this episode of Frontline Nursing. Let's start by talking about why you wanted to become a nurse. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and to share with you. I grew up in a family that really prioritized service and in your everyday life. And something that is kind of like a motto for me is vivir para servir. And translated from Spanish into English, it means live to serve. And growing up, I knew I wanted a career where I felt I could truly make a difference in people's lives. And when I was in high school, my best friend, Sebastian, was diagnosed with cancer. And I would spend a lot of time with him in the hospital and at his treatments and at home with him. And he always talked about how incredible his nurses were. And I saw firsthand that impact that they had on his care and on his experience And today, I see the continued impact that those nurses have on his family and on the foundation that they started in his name. Although I was heartbroken by that experience, today I am so inspired and motivated by it to make a similar impact and to be there for my patients because I know that there's so much anxiety and fear associated with hospitals and the unknown of diagnosis, just being the person that can ease those worries and make a change, a positive change in someone's life is definitely something that I want to do. Thank you for sharing that experience and that story with us. And I think that experience in your life that helped guide your path into nursing is so significant. And probably when you made those decisions that this is what I want to do, I want to be a nurse because of these life experiences, you most likely made that decision not ever imagining that you would be going to nursing school or entering nursing during a global pandemic, right? Uh, Is that safe to say? Yes, that is safe to say. Safe to say. <laughs> so, so Daniela, since you've been in school, and let's go back to the spring of 2020 specifically, the COVID-19 pandemic disrupted nursing education across the entire country. And students' success in academic programs was threatened because of this pandemic, pandemic threatened by suspended clinical experiences. Students were not allowed to provide direct patient care. Many hospitals and healthcare facilities and schools of nursing determined that students should not be in contact with suspected COVID patients or diagnosed COVID patients. At that time, we didn't have the knowledge. We didn't know if it was a safe setting for students to to practice. Is this what you experienced in the spring? 
So transitioning into nursing school at USF was difficult for many reasons, but it was definitely scary because I didn't know if I was going to be able to get all of the experience that I needed to be the best nurse that I could be. And it was also the first time that I moved away from home, new city, and I transferred from a community college and I didn't know anyone at USF. And nursing school, you always hear, oh, it's so difficult. And all these things that people tell you and regarding the workload and being introduced into like the new language of healthcare and even just understanding what a hospital environment is like to work in, it was daunting to me. And then throw the pandemic on top of that definitely scared me a bit. But I think the most challenging part was the lack of community and struggling to build that community because I didn't have the ability to connect with my classmates or connect with my professors in a face-to-face way until the fall of 2020. So really a year later, there was a lot of miscommunication and lack of support just in general because we couldn't be in person for lectures and, and class and things like that. But I do feel like I was supported and I was able to get the clinical experience that I needed especially looking back because I didn't miss a single clinical rotation in my throughout my program from fundamentals to now finishing up my critical care rotations. I, I have been able to see everything and I have been able to care for COVID patients and I have been able to get my hands dirty and be in, in that environment. And I think that that is something that I am so grateful for. Because I know that there are people who and are many nursing students still today that have not had those opportunities and have missed out on clinicals. That's something that I am just super grateful for, super grateful to USF for working to put their students in the best position to be the most successful that we can be. Thank you for that. So it sounds like there were face-to-face classes that were suspended because of the pandemic, but you were able to continue on with your studies. So your graduation time has not been delayed at all, and you're going to graduate as you anticipated. Is that correct? Yes, I will be graduating as anticipated. And currently we are face-to-face. That's incredible. And I love it. I love being in person and being able to communicate with my professors and see my classmates. And it's very special. Thank you for that. And, and you started to tell us that at that time in the pandemic and you were transferring to a new university from the community college setting and classes were not face-to-face at that time during the spring 2020 and the summer 2020 terms, they were online and there was some disconnect. Can you tell us a little bit about that feeling as a nursing student, you know, where what were you looking for or what were you disconnected from? So I think nursing is a career with people. You are talking to people 24-7. You're interacting with patients, interacting with providers, interacting with the different members of the healthcare team. And it's very much a community teamwork environment. And the delivery of classes online just put up a barrier with that kind of teamwork and connection. Uh, I remember being the only person 
to turn on my camera the first day of class or not the first day of class, but just the only person that would turn on their camera consistently in class. And it was something that I really wanted because I wanted people to know who I was. I wanted people to see my face and be like, oh, that's Daniela. I know who she is. I've seen her face before. That for me is just so difficult. You don't you don't have that connection. And it's it's just more difficult to build relationships and to learn in that kind of environment. It's it's very lonely. It's very isolated. And that being said, do you feel that although you had some online education because of the pandemic, not by choice to have online classes, um, do you feel that you're prepared to enter the workforce when you graduate in May? I do feel like I'm prepared to enter the workforce. I I'm excited to bring what I have to offer to the table and to the nursing profession. I know that there is a lot that I still have to learn. And I know that there's always going to be something that I don't know. And that's something that really excites me about nursing is that opportunity for growth. And it's never a stagnant situation. So I definitely feel ready. I definitely know that there are things that I have to learn. And there are weaknesses that I have that I see in the clinical setting and in certain classes with certain content and things like that. But I know that I will learn it and I know that I will make mistakes and that just gives me the opportunity to grow for them. And I'm really excited for that. And I think I agree with you. And I think our listeners would agree that we don't expect novices to act as experts. You will continue to learn your professional role and So as you learn that professional role, what additional resources do you anticipate that you'll need from a new employer as a new nurse? I know that I'm going to need a lot of support in the transition from nursing school to practice, just because there is such a big gap between being a nursing student and actually having the responsibility of a registered nurse. That licensing comes with a lot of responsibility that nurses, nursing students don't have. Like I can spend as much time in clinical as a nursing student as I want, and I will never reach that level of responsibility, that level of understanding, that level of, because you're just so much more involved in your patient because it is your responsibility. Your entire license weighs on this person and these patients and doing what is best for them and doing what is right. And you don't get to see that as easily as a student. I agree with you. And my recommendation to you will be to seek that employer that has support in place and the infrastructure to really make sure that they offer you an environment for you to continue to learn and continue to develop in your new role. So I think you're really smart to recognize that. And then, you know, Danielle, I think there's a lot that we expect novices will need. So as you're coming into the role of a professional nurse from the academic setting, and many institutions recognize the needs of novice nurses and have nurse residency programs or or other programs in place to help support you throughout orientation and transition into the professional environment. But, you know, even beyond novices, we have a lot of needs in the nursing profession. Our nursing workforce 
is known to have problems that have existed long before the pandemic. And for example, uh, we have demanding workloads. Uh, many institutions have inadequate staffing. We hear a lot right now of conversation regarding the nursing shortage. Nurses have health and safety issues. We um, have increased stress, high demand jobs that lead to burnout, even an increased risk of suicide. What strategy? So that's a lot. I just put a whole lot of problems out there for you that we we know evidence shows us our problems for our nursing workforce. How do you plan to keep yourself healthy? Have you thought about what strategies you may plan to use because you are entering a workforce that is so gratifying to be able to bring others towards health and wellness, but at the same time, it's so demanding that it can impact our own health and wellness. Have you put any thought into that? And if so, what do you think will be your plan to keep yourself healthy? I definitely have put thought into that. I think as a nursing student, you kind of get a little bit of a taste of that intensity because it is so much information to learn and so much is going on in such a short period of time. So really organizational skills and all of that is so vital to just staying on top of things. But also I think the the biggest thing for me personally is staying in the present moment and being self-aware of how I'm feeling or uh, what's holding me back in a situation or what I need in that moment. Because when I start thinking about, oh, I have an exam next week or I have five assignments that are due by the end of this week and I have clinical and I have simulation lab and I have extracurriculars that I've now become involved in which have taken up a lot of my time um, they're very rewarding but they are very time consuming and when I start thinking about all those things that I have to do in the future or if I start thinking about all the things in the past that I could have done better or that I didn't do well enough or that I didn't do enough of if I if you stay too much in the present or excuse me if you stay too much in the past and in the future you miss out on the present and you miss out on all the opportunities and all the great things that you can do right now to do better for the future or to fix your mistakes of the past you kind of lose that ability and you lose when you're not in the present moment, you also lose out on the opportunity to connect with people, which as a nurse is so important. And it's such a special part of the job is being able to connect with people in a different way that nobody else can, because our jobs are so unique in that, that we spend so much time with our patients and we have that beautiful opportunity to engage with this person or these people or this family and walk with them through this difficulty or show them, hey, this is what you can do to improve or this is what you can do to feel better. And that's huge. And and that's something that I try to do every single day is really just if I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling like I'm staying too much in the future, staying too much in the past, I try to remind myself, live in the moment, be right here right now. What can you do right now? What's the next best step that you can take? And that always helps to keep me in a good headspace. And aside from that, organizational skills are super important, really making sure that you have all of your dates, 
written out and things like that. Um, that's important for me. And I am a big team player. I ask for help when I need it. And I ask others if they need help when, when I see them struggling or when, if I see that so that others feel supported as well. And I can create that environment. And I think that's also super vital in nursing because it is a team. We cannot do it alone. No nurse can do it alone. No healthcare professional can do it alone. And I think if we stay together in that and we stay present, we can really make a big difference in the stress and the burnout aspects of the job. Thank you for sharing that, Daniela. And I I hope that sharing your strategy may be helpful to some of our listeners too, that staying in the present moment as far as working towards yourself and your own well-being, being present. I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And that's a strategy that somebody may find helpful and want to utilize. Let's shift gears and start focusing on our listeners. If somebody listening to consider to be a nurse or to become a nurse, what advice would you give that person? Or would you recommend that they go to school and study to become a nurse? I think when I'm giving advice to people about making a career decision or really making any decision, I always encourage people to think about what makes you get up in the morning. What makes you, what drives you to pursue the things that you're pursuing? And I think that is like the core of any profession, but especially nursing, because if you don't have a big picture driving purpose behind the work that you're doing, you're going to feel exhausted and not in a good way. I've explained multiple times to family members when I talk to them, they always call me after clinical and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I can't talk to you right now. But it's not a negative exhaustion. It's I'm physically tired, but my heart is so full. I have been working so hard, but I don't feel discouraged. And I think that that is the difference when you're talking specifically about nursing, because it's a difficult profession. And I don't think anybody, I think now, especially the entire world knows how difficult it is to be a nurse. It's incredible because you see how difficult it is, but you see all the rewards in that. And I'm not even a nurse yet. And I already see that impact that I've made and the rewards that I've received from nursing. And it's a beautiful profession. And I think we need more amazing nurses. So I would definitely encourage anyone who's contemplating nursing to pursue it and to focus on their their purpose and their driving factor in that work. Daniela, you said that so beautifully. And your words are inspirational. So thank you. Thank you for all of that. It leaves me no doubt to realize that you've made the right choice to go into nursing and to choose this as your profession. Nursing was a calling for you, and you have such a bright future ahead of yourself, Daniela. Um, We're so excited to welcome you into this workforce and into our profession. So I'm excited to be able to call you a colleague in a few short months. With that being said, what last thoughts would you like to share with our audience, if any? I think 
the biggest thing I want to leave the audience with is that it's so important to share who you are with those that you encounter every day. I think it's what we're called to do in our daily lives. And I think we are called to help others and to be there for each other, build community. And it's clear that we thrive on it. We, when we work together, amazing things happen. And we lost that for the last year and a half to two years due to the pandemic. And, but we've got it back now. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's through service and making the lives of everyone around you better that I believe that we receive true joy and love and so much more. And really living to serve is the best way to live, in my opinion. And when you live to serve, you will have a beautiful life. It won't be easy, but it will be beautiful. So definitely would encourage everybody vivir para servir and everything else will fall into place those are beautiful words to live by daniela thank you again so much for sharing with us today and again i look forward to soon calling you a colleague in nursing and i cannot wait to watch all of the contributions that you offer to our profession thank you thank you thank you for having me Thank you for joining us for this episode of Frontline Nursing. This podcast is made possible thanks to generous funding by Florida philanthropists, Mr. David Kotak and Ms. Christine Slesinger. If you liked this episode, please check out our educational series, Frontline Nursing During COVID-19, A New Paradigm, presented by the University of South Florida College of Nursing. The Frontline Nursing Program is designed to give frontline nurses the tools they need to advocate for their safety and well-being during the COVID-19 pandemic. Nurses may receive four CEUs at no cost, thanks to funding from our generous donors. For more information, email us at frontlinenursing@usf.edu. This is the podcast that frontline nurses need.